let's move on to MotoGP. And what was maybe, no, not maybe, was the craziest race I've ever watched. So much fun to watch. This was crazy. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, Brad Bender winning the race in a fashion that no one saw coming. <laughs> Francesco Bagnaia finishing second. And Jorge Martin, another podium for Jorge Martin. Um, man. Uh, <laughs> come on. You know, I, I think... This race, Martin looked great again, but the the weekend award goes to Brad Bender. Oh, without who <laughs> who somehow finished a lap with no brakes and no grip. <laughs> it was it was he was when I saw him slide both tires coming downhill. Like into that turn, I thought, "Oh, he's dead." Yeah, how's this happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh. yeah, this was just, like you said, this was so, such a fun race to watch. It was so wild. You were you were up and down the entire race, you know, trying to figure out what was going on with these guys and when the weather started moving in. And, and I know, you know, Angie and I, we were watching it whenever Jack Miller and Alex Renz tore into the pits. And I'm like, well, what are they doing? You know, and, and um, oh, unfortunately, I, I think they, they made that, that – that call, you know, one lap too early, possibly, and um, yeah. But you know, Brad Bender, every one of those guys pulled into the pits, and Brad Bender just said, "You guys carry on. I'm going to go about about my business, and I'm going to bring home this trophy." So um, that that was, was crazy. I, yeah, yeah. That dude is brave, man. I mean, yeah. When I saw all those guys go in with four laps to go, I was like, "Oh my gosh, what is happening?" Um, and honestly, you know, I think Marquez may have won that race still had he not crashed. Um, but, you know, that's that's racing. It, you know, I, I didn't know if, if Rossi was going to be able to pull out a podium there. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was a chance. I was yeah. getting excited. Like, it was it was so crazy. But I think, I think that's that the weather just was such a drama. There was so much drama with the weather when it came in like that and, and, and those guys making that decision made it exciting, except for Bender who just is like, you know what, I'm going to send it. And he surely did. <laughs> but oh, man, it, that was great. Somehow, you know, that, that call at that time with the, the exact timing that the weather came through, it was just, it, everything, you know, all the puzzle, the, the stars aligned for the, all that to happen, you know, because, yeah. if, you know, if yep. Brad Bender, if they had one more lap in the race or if the, if the weather had come in a lap sooner, uh, you know, we're not, we're talking about yep. Banyaya, you know, running away with this one. And I think, you know, is Brad Bender only one, I say only 10 seconds, but we know, uh, I mean, what was his last lap time? Uh, I mean, his last lap time is 28 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, two and a half <laughs> minutes it took him to get around, you know, because he was tiptoeing. And, and watching Banyaya and those guys work through people that were still on slicks, like Lekawona, I think, was on slicks. Rossi was still on yep, slicks. Yeah. You know, watching. They came flying by oh, those yeah, dudes. Oh, yeah. The, the, the closing speed was just insane watching those guys come through. And, uh, it, yeah. 
wow, this was just I enjoyed that race. race. It yeah. was such a good race, yeah. It's it's hard to really put everyone in order, you know, as as you work through the list because there was so much that just happened and then people were changing positions all the way up through the last lap and it was happening so fast and it was hard to keep up with. But uh, um, no, lo- lots and lots of fun. And, and uh, did you see Jorge Martin's bike swap? Yeah, that guy that <laughs> caught that bike? What? I, I mean... mean like he's uh, he's Whoa. Hit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm a brave dude sometimes, but I don't think I'd have been like you're on your own, man. Uh, that bike was still this going like 25 hurt. miles an hour when he stopped it. <laughs> he, I mean, it went into stoppy right into that dude, and that dude caught it and just held it and just held his ground. I was like, that guy's brave. He, Whoa, he, he did not skip leg day. <laughs> no, he's been working out for sure. Um, you know, I think lost in all the drama, and I I noticed that the announcers didn't see this either, but Juan Mir actually, he, they didn't mention it, but he's actually tied for second in the championship now, and he only made up four points on Fabio Quartararo, and they were like, oh, he extends his, his lead, he extends, extends, not to Juan Mir, you know, and, yeah. and so now that Juan Mir is in second, if he took how many points out of uh, of him this week? Uh, what was it? Maybe eleven or twelve? And at that rate, you know, not this weekend, but the two weekends in Austria, he took eleven or twelve points out of him, and he's got to be careful because you can't keep giving up points like that. I mean, you do have a large fifty. Well, no, he's got more than that, but. He's got a large lead, but I did notice that Mir made up points again, and I think that's the thing for the rest of the year that I'm going to be paying special attention to. Yeah. Where does Joan Mir finish, and where does Fabio Quartararo finish? Because one bad day from either of them in the championship gets really close or it breaks wide open. Yeah, 47 points, 47-point uh, lead. There you go. Um, so he extended his lead over Zarco, and they kept saying that. But I was like, well, so "You guys are missing out that Mir actually made up four points." Well, that's because Zarco dropped from second to fourth. You know, he yeah, well, he, he crashed. I yeah, mean, that's right, what right, happened. Right, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. But, so I mean, and and that's unfortunate for Zarco. It it's a mistake, and you know he hasn't made a lot of those this year. Just the other one in Portugal, but mm-hmm. it came at the bad time. Right. Definitely. But though, like you're saying, I mean. Joanne Mir, he's just he he won't go away. He's he's nope. He's, he's always there. He's silent. He goes about his business. And and how about Joanne Mir taking so quickly to the Suzuki squat device and really utilizing it so well? Unbelievable. It, 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 I mean, just a, yeah. I that guy is talented, and I wish he was American. <laughs> I would. He would be. I'd have his poster. No, I, I, I mean, I really do. I just admire his racecraft so much. I have ever since he was in Moto Three, and and I also think that being his adaptability and his riding talent and skill is just, it's just out of this world. I think you know if you put anybody next to him, it, about the only guy I would put above him in pure talent might be Marquez, um, but he 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 is a special rider, and I think you know Suzuki will do well to never let him go because he may bring them more than one championship in the very near future. And, and there's a chance he could even do it this year if he continues to get better and Quartararo kind of stays status quo and has a couple of tough races. Because he had a couple of tough races, um, you know, 
before at the end of the year. So mm-hmm. we'll see what's going on yeah. with Quartararo. We know we know that he's riding really well this year, but you know, pressure is a funny way. Well, and so know, like I said it before, momentum's a funny thing too. Pressure is a funny way of making people get crazy. So there's one thing to think about too though is, you know, Fabio doesn't do hasn't been showing very well in the rain in mixed conditions. Uh, you know, that's kind of where everyone else has a step over the Yamaha this no, year. No, he has not. So, you know, as the season starts to change yep. a little bit, we're going to get into fall and we're going to get into that, you know, some of these tracks are, we're going to see some more weather. You know, it's how many times have we seen rain at Valencia and we know how quickly, you know, um, weather can change at Valencia yep. too. So I, I think there possibly is another round at Portugal as well coming up, uh, you know, at the, towards the end of the season. So, uh, you know, it, it might we might see some weather there as well, well that could really influence the championship quite a bit. You know, if Mir can, can stay on this run of form just like he is. And, yep. um, you know, he's just – you talk about his racecraft, and he's just so disciplined, uh, and it's it's impressive to watch him race. Um, but, you know – He really is. A, he, he is a is a supreme talent, man. He really is. Um, hey, hey, let's talk about Luca Marini finishing yeah, fifth. Yeah, definitely. What a ride – for him, that's his by far his best finish in, in MotoGP, and I'm sure he was over the moon just to survive it, and then he gets a fifth place on top of it. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think he stayed out on slicks, too. I think it was he, it was in a he, Eker, and he did. Valentino. He did. You know, so they, they all gambled, and, and it paid off for him. You know, So good on him, and, and that's an awesome finish for him, top five, and uh, that, that's got to give him – a lot of uh, of confidence going into next week's or into the next race um you, you know even if it wasn't an exception situation you still have to be there on the bike you have to be in position you have to be ready to to take the chances and you have to not crash you know we, we've seen um zarco he crashed he wasn't where he needed to be and i think in a i think he had a technical issue he had to come in and uh i think uh the Miguel Miguel Oliveira crashed as well, didn't it? Yeah, his fairing came off. That's right, Anea Bastianini's yeah. fairing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So Anea Bastianini's fairing came off. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he was super stoked about that. But you know, things happen, man. It's racing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Iker Lekawona finishing in sixth, also stayed out on slicks and braved it. Um, you know, we talked about Fabio. He finished there in seventh. Valentino finished in eighth. Uh, he was just happy to survive it honestly <laughs> yeah like he he was the faces he made in the, the i don't know if you've seen the memes and stuff but the, he was describing that last lap he was terrified um and i'm sure it was terrifying because everybody was battling the same thing that bender was battling you know the carbon brakes had cooled the tires were ice cold and slick and mm-hmm. and now you know just all you're trying to do is get to pit lane and get off that bike and laugh about it later that's all you want to do um alex marquez finishing in ninth so good on him and alicia spargro finishing in tenth so you know i think jack miller has to be disappointed in his finish there i i you know he he just went one lap too early like you talked about i um I don't know. I, I think Alex Renz has to be a little disappointed as well, especially with his teammate doing so well. But, you know, I mean, at least he's finishing races. So he's off the bow bus. He got three in a row. Um, he didn't get many points, but he did it. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I What would you like to say about Paul Spargaro? <laughs> Perfect. 
perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that'll you, do I, I it guess, for our poll sport row portion of the program. I guess the, the only thing I can <laughs> I could ask would be, are you happy yet? You know? <laughs> um Oh wow. Oh, so we're taking shots. Okay, that that that's all I need to know. We're taking shots? Yeah. Poll was terrible. All in <laughs> Austria. So as much as 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 much as some kid Chantra loved Austria, Paul was the opposite. He hated it. Um, he didn't like their chocolate. He doesn't like their beer. He doesn't like their mountains. Doesn't like their stupid racetrack that he doesn't go fast on. Their stupid racetrack is dumb. Yeah, so, he hates their bikes. You know, I, he, I think he complained about their bikes since 2016. Yeah. So you know, it's it's a, it's a. It's interesting to see. I'm wondering if he's going to be there next year. And I'm curious. No, we'll see. But I did you see? So one. So we've talked about really everything that happened in the race. It's worth talking about. I mean, Mark finishing in fifteenth. Um, Mark was riding a great race until he he crashed out. That right. these conditions are where Mark Marquez always thrives. He's always that guy. I don't know if he's a savant or if he has a crystal ball. I don't know, but that guy seems to make the right tire decision every single time. And believe it or not, he went in at the right time. I, I'm telling you, he was faster, way faster than, you know, Bagnaya or Martin on slicks the first lap. He just crashed going into one. He pushed too hard. He really if, wanted if, that win. Yeah, if you go back and watch the video he looked like he was just a hair wide anyway. Um, so he, you know, he could have been just offline just a little bit, um, but he, yeah, he definitely, it, it was really, really close, but he, he, right. didn't, he, he was definitely going to miss the apex regardless if he had it pulled down or not. Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, we, we can't go the whole weekend without talking about the new Aprilia rider, uh, Maverick Vinales. Now, interesting for Maverick Vinales, he didn't race this weekend because he was suspended by Yamaha for rev-bombing the motor on his way back to the paddock. And I have never seen a rider do that. I'm sure it's happened before. I've never seen a rider do that. You know when I remember that actually happening the last time. What a muppet! You know the last time I remember that happening. Do you remember? Was it in 2016, the end of 2016 or the end of 2017, when the Moto Two, when the Moto Two class decided they're like, hey, we're not gonna go. Uh, we're going to switch from a Honda CBR 600 engine over to the the Triumph engine. Do you remember the last race at Valencia on the CBR 600s? That is, I remember it. What what specifically? Go, go back and watch it again, but but forward, uh, fast forward all the way to the end of after the last lap. That's all you heard in the paddock. Those guys came in to the into the the paddock or into the uh, pit lane, and that's all you heard was bikes just banging off the rev limiter. They they were doing they were nothing, just rev bombing them, trying to blow them up, and 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 you know that that at that point because they knew it was the last the last race that was going to be on them, you know? So they were just, they were goofing around and horsing around and they were going to do it. But for this to happen, and I am climbing on to my soapbox right now, 
for oh well let me get comfortable please and get do. a snack where's my ding dongs please do i, I need oh i how about these little debbie cakes Ooh. okay go ahead tonight's podcast brought to you by little debbie proceeds <laughs> yes or yes i'm in a shape I, a I'm gonna, shape i'm gonna there's there's a lot to unpack here right so maverick vinales what are you doing you, Muppet, you know, you are riding a bike that you know there are cameras. It's a million dollar motorcycle. Yeah, you know how much this costs. Yep. You know how much you're getting paid to ride this bike. Mm-hmm. You know that, mm-hmm. like that, that is you, not your property. That's the property of your employer. They are going to pull data for yeah. anything that you do on that bike. What makes you think that you running around this track that you're that smart that you're going to pull that one over on the Yamaha engineers that pull data that watch the videos that review what's going on on the bike and but you come in and say oh it's the clutch and you bl- and then and then on top of that you have the gall to throw your team under the bus and say it was your team because they changed the clutch at the beginning of the, before the race started do you really think that your team's going to want to take care of you after you try to blow up the bike that they turn, they have worked on to get the way that you've told them that you want it to be? And then you turn around and you want to blow the stupid thing up. Do you really think that someone's going to come and be in your corner after that in your team? And then beyond that, for Yamaha to well, suspend you. I don't think he was thinking, period. Well, that's my point. That's my point. Good on Yamaha for saying no, no, no. You're not going to do that to okay. our bike again. And and I and I'm not sure yeah. if you've seen. You, he's not riding yep. at Silverstone either. Cal Crutchlow is nope. going to be no. Cal, I, he may be done. Cal Crutchlow is going to be riding in Silverstone on the Yamaha on the on the factory Yamaha, which I'm ecstatic about. But back to Maverick Espargaro. That was on purpose. <laughs> Aprilia. Well, signing. he took a nice selfie with. Uh, you know, for he took a selfie with Paul, uh, with Alesh. Well, I'm glad they're going to be real close, and it's going to be now. Aprilia is going to get it from two sides of the garage now. How many days before they start fighting? Give me an over under. Malaysia test. Are they te- Wait, are they going to? Are they actually going to let them test in Malaysia? <laughs> <laughs> what if so, Yamaha doesn't let him test at the end of the year? Oh, you mean if they wouldn't let him out of the contract to 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 yep. test with Aprilia? Yep. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, we'll see. I maybe they should have washed their hands. But you're upset with Maverick Vinales? A little bit. Yama Maverick Vinales should have should be paying Aprilia to let him ride right now. In my opinion. If I'm yeah, Aprilia, if I'm Aprilia, and I see, what I can't Maverick believe they signed him. No, I can't either. If I'm Aprilia, and I see what he's done on that bike, I see the way that he's acted in the last few two GPs. He's acted like a child in the last two GPs. He's quick to jump on social media, and and you know he's very volatile, and then turns around and says, "Okay, I'm sorry," and tries to backtrack everything. After he knows he's in the limelight, he knows that he's under a microscope. As a team owner in Aprilia. Why would you want that on your team? I'm looking. I, I would look at you, and and it's not like Maverick Vinales has an amazing race record to show that he's a championship contender. He's he's ne- he's not he's not a championship. He's contender. never been he, he, a steady rider. 
He's a fast rider. No. He'll get you a po- he he'll, he'll get you pole positions. He'll get you all kinds of pole positions. But he's not going to get you race wins. He'll get you a not race win every, every now and again. He might get you a race win. And he may do well mm. on an Aprilia. He may be a top five rider on an Aprilia if he can figure the bike out and if they can continue to develop the bike with Dovey's input. So I think that – I honestly think that Aprilia – It's a Hail Mary with this. I, I mean, I just don't – I don't understand the decision from Aprilia. I mean, sure. I mean, obviously, Maverick Vinales bring, he's going to bring a lot of sponsorship money. He's going to bring some attention because he's a popular rider. Um, but as far as his results, that he's, his, his MotoGP resume so far, it's if I'm Aprilia and I'm building a team, I look to a younger rider. I, I look to see who's coming up. Who can I bring into the into – the, um, team and who Sean can we, Dylan Kelly and who can we work to develop? That's what I'm looking for, you know. Um, so yep. it, the decision to hire Maverick Vinales, it, it doesn't make com- it makes some sense to me, but it doesn't make long term sense to me. It makes very short term sense to me. If you want somebody for a we're year, we're going to find out. Bo. To see, I if, thought the if, same yeah, thing. If you if you, if you want to sign somebody for a year and see how it goes, maybe Maverick Vinales is your guy. But if you are if you want somebody to actually build a team around, he's not he's not it. No, I mean Alicia Spargaro's. He's the um, after Valentino Rossi retires. Alicia Spargaro is going to be the oldest guy in the paddock. Well, he's going to have another old partner. But so, you know, I'm sorry, he's not. I lost he's my not. Box. All right, that's good. Well, I I knew you had some thoughts about Maverick, but I didn't. I didn't like it either. I I thought that was a unbelievable oversight on his part, and short sighted and immature. All those things. You're 100% right. But what I I did like about uh, Austria was that huge thank you Rossi flag that was flying around. I thought that was super cool. And if you ever doubted the popularity of Valentino Rossi, that Rossi fan section was crazy. Um, he's the only guy with a, <laughs> an entire set of stands. They're all his fans, and that's that. He's the only writer with that, so um, that was cool. And I, and I I thought it was cool for Austria to, you know, kind of say goodbye to Rossi with that that flag. That was that was a nice touch with the helicopter flying it around, and uh, and I, I enjoyed that. But off track, you know, um, I had the same questions about Maverick. You know, Top Rack was in Austria. I thought, ooh, maybe we get a Top Rack ride. That would be interesting for me, but. You know, Top Rack's a Red Bull rider, and they're obviously monster. Right. Um, so there's some problems there. So if we see Top Rack in MotoGP, it, may, it probably won't be on a Yamaha. It will probably be on a KTM. That's because a, that's he, a, he makes a lot of money with Red Bull. That's a good point. I think that was actually one of the, uh, um, well, it was one of the contributing factors that we never saw a crutch low on a Repsol Honda, too. I think that uh, they, I that agree. Was, that made sense. That that was mentioned, I think, before. Yep. I mean, so I don't know, man. I, it's interesting, but all in all, though, we saw an unbelievable race, and I was wildly entertained and just on the edge of my seat when that rain started coming down. Yeah. And we're we're really. Um, getting into that home stretch of the season and and so 
it's going to be very interesting to see what happens when, you know, and if this MotoGP championship gets gets closer in points. And uh, I'm I'm not rooting against Fabio, but I am rooting for a close championship so that every race is, you know, super drama filled. So that that's just great viewing. Um, any other thoughts you got? I don't think so. I, I agree with you. Just right. to, you know, echo everything that you said. You know, it's. Yep. Uh, it, I hope that absolutely it, gap comes down just a little bit. We see some close racing. Yeah, um, yeah I do too. And and I think you know, I think Mark Marquez will will contribute to that a little bit. I, you know, I don't know that he will ever be what he was, but I think we saw some flashes of really good riding from him this past weekend. So that's positive. Um, but anyway, all right, guys. Well, we're gonna sign off, but don't forget. We are on social media at Parked and Turn One on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, if you if you're listening to us and downloading us on a regular basis, please give us a review as long as it's positive. We can't afford any negative ones right now. We don't have many reviews, so just kidding. But you know the rule: if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. Um, we, we just appreciate everybody that's been downloading and listening, and we want you guys to uh, keep that shiny side up and that rubber side down. I'm Jason, a.k.a. Captain Novice, saying good night, and with my man, Bo. Let him know, Bo. You guys have a good one. It's been a lot, it's been a lot of fun tonight, and uh, can't wait to talk to you guys again. All right. All right, that's it. We'll see you later. Take care, guys.